Welcome to Storytime with Uncle Reddit, a podcast where I read some of the best posts from across Reddit and around the web. Each episode is a collection of random, funny content picked from around the web, like tales from tech support, entitled parents, choosing beggars, pro-revenge, and more. The podcast is taken right from our Uncle Reddit YouTube channel and placed here for those of you who prefer to listen to the stories without having the need for text on the screen. I upload several times each week, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the fat guy with the beard telling stories. Welcome back to the channel, guys. Figured I'd do something a little bit different today. Do a little bit of Tales from Retail and see how y'all like it. And uh, also thought I'd change up our little scenery here. Put time in the limelight and stick me down in the corner. See how it goes. And that is a live picture, by the way. Dime! <laughs> uh, he's going to hurt me later. We almost caught the mattress thief. To preface, I work for a chain that could be compared to food and stuff from Parks and Rec. We mostly sell food, but have an aisle dedicated to non-food special items that come in once and are gone when they sell out. One such item we're carrying until it goes, king and queen size mattresses in a box. A month or so back, we had a lady come in, put a box mattress in her cart, go around the store a few times, and come up to try to return it. The problem was she didn't have a receipt for it. My coworker immediately sees this as a red flag and calls for a manager, who comes up, meets the lady, and then goes into the office to look up any recent mattress transactions. While she's gone doing that, the lady hightails it with the $289 queen mattress. Unfortunately, the cameras did not get a good look at her face. Cut to today, I'm cashiering, and my customer wants to return an unopened set of child sheets because she needs cash for diapers, but she doesn't have a slip. I had this exact same lady yesterday returning laundry detergent for food, and I felt really bad for her, but something didn't sit right. I told her I'd have to talk to a manager. Thankfully, I didn't have my name tag on, indicating that I'm a manager, and radioed for an assistant store leader. In the meantime, I grabbed the sheets from her, and while she stood away so I could take care of the next customer, I scribbled a note saying, Mattress lady? Ask other manager who saw her. And when she came up, handed her the note on top of the sheets and verbally asked if we could do returns without a slip. We do normally to which she radioed an other manager for a key to do the return because she forgot hers. Showed her the note and had her confirm that this was Mattress Lady, and they went into the office to call the police. But unfortunately, the lady dipped almost immediately once they went into the office. She knows she's been got, so I'd be really surprised if she shows up again. But at least everybody's gotten a good look at her now. She's a very pretty girl in an unconventional way, so we definitely know who she is now. In case she does. I should have cut straight to the chase and radioed the one manager who'd seen her before, but I forgot about her knowing her face until right as I wrote the note, lol. The time and suspicion we'd have saved, we probably would have gotten her. Yeah, OP, those are tough situations. I worked retail off and on for a while, plus I have my own retail shop. It's tiny, so not many people can get away with a ton of stuff. But even when I worked in a big box store as a bike assembler uh, part-time evenings for a while, you know, you'd see all kinds of stuff, man. People would come from grocery over to the general merchandise section near the bikes and automotive at night after the tire and lube center had closed. And they would be stuffing chicken down their pants and all kinds of stuff. I guess they figured I wasn't anybody of any importance. I still had the same uniform, same, same yellow, white, and blue name tag with a lanyard. I don't know. People are just crazy. I work here, not you. So I work in what could be described as a discount variety slash department store. We sell a range of things at relatively low prices, including various kitchen appliances. During this particular interaction, I was on the floor and took a PA call for customer assistance to the appliances section. 
Here we have a top shelf with each appliance unpacked and a lower shelf with the box stock. Customer, do you have the box for this display air fryer? I want to see how it works. Me, I'm not sure. I'll have to look for you. I begin by looking at all the boxes on the shelf just to check the display is the last one and also that the box isn't there. Customer, it's the last one. The box is out the back. Me, I see that. I'm just checking. I'll go look out the back for you. She was rude from the get-go, a weirdly demanding tone and seemed super impatient. So I head out the back to our stock room. It's a mess out there and I can't see the box where it should be with all the others. I go and ask our shift runner, who was on her break, sorry Jordy, if she knows. She says it should be with the others and decides to call our assistant manager, on her day off, sorry Donna, who finally says if it's not there then it got thrown out. Great. I head back out on the floor. Me. So I had a look. It's not out there and likely got thrown out. Sorry. We can still sell it to you potentially at a discounted price. Customer. Well, I need to see the instructions. It's definitely out there. At this point, I was already annoyed by her and a bunch of other frustrating things about our stupid store, so I may have forgotten my retail worker etiquette. Me. No. I work here. I've looked. It's not there. I'll get the manager to sort this out for you. I storm up to the register to do a PA call for our shift runner. At this point, she takes over and basically goes through the exact same saga as I just did. Now I'm standing behind the lady while she and her friend talk to the shift runner. Shift runner. You have a 12-month warranty on any product purchased from our store. Me. As long as you have the receipt, we'll honor the warranty. Customer turning around to point her finger in my face. Excuse me, but if you want to talk to me, you can apologize for how you spoke to me earlier. Me. No. And the rest of that gobbledygook there is something from a different slide. Not sure why that's there. At that, I walk back to the register to take an assistance call from the cashier. The lady didn't buy an air fryer, but apparently came back a week later to return a different one her daughter gave her for Christmas. I've also gotten wind that apparently someone wants to file a formal complaint against me. I'm not worried. I have a fantastic track record, and the shift runner said she'd back me up. She actually thought it was quite amusing and couldn't believe I had the balls. Maybe I'm too stubborn for customer service. I don't understand how she could insist something was out back if she couldn't go back there to see for herself. Yes, that's where it should be, but that doesn't mean that's where it was. And often, people just don't do what they're supposed to do in the back room. They throw stuff out, they pile things in corners where they shouldn't be. Yeah. When I worked for somebody else in a retail environment, I didn't really have a whole lot of retail etiquette either. I tried. I really tried. But once somebody hit that trigger, I was pretty much done being polite at that point. Customer upset because I brought out figure skates instead of hockey skates. Customer comes into the store to exchange a pair of casual ice skates. Casual skates being skates that aren't hockey specific or figure skating specific. They drop them on the desk and ask to see a size smaller. They seemed annoyed. I go to the back and let them know we don't have the same skate they wanted. Instead, I brought them a similar skate in a woman's size 7. The casual skates have a woman and men's size runs. They try them and tell me they want to size up from the woman's size 7. They never tell me they prefer hockey skates to figure skates, so I bring them figure skates as they're already labeled with woman's sizes, making it easier to get a size up from the woman's 7. I bring them the figure skates in a woman's 8. They tell me then that they want to see hockey skates, so I bring them the size they want in hockey skates. They talk to one of my coworkers while trying on the hockey skates, telling them how I was assuming they wanted figure skates because they were a woman. They were mad at me because of it. How the F am I supposed to interpret this? They're assuming that me bringing out a figure skate is because they're a woman? Why is that offensive? Even if they thought it was because I thought they'd prefer it, why does that upset them? They didn't give me a preference. 
Granted, maybe I should have asked if they had one, but still, if I wasn't given one, why would it upset them? Me giving you a skate doesn't mean I don't think you're able to use another skate. I'm trying to get you the effing size you want. They got what they came for anyways. People really just look for ways to be mad. Yeah, I mean, I probably would have assumed that they wanted the same type of skate they came in with if it was just the generic casual ice skate. That would have been my assumption. And if they only said they wanted a different type of skate, the next closest one would be figure skating, I would assume. Hockey skates are pretty drastically different. But I guess once they let on, I probably would have asked, but either way, still nothing to get mad at. Some people just have really unreasonable expectations, quite honestly. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some guy yelled at me for no reason. Long story short, I work at a grocery store part-time, still in high school. I was working at a bagging shift, and this one guy comes to our line with a reusable bag. I ask him, would you like me to put everything in this bag? He said, sure, if it'll all fit. The cashier then scans the water bottles, and right when I'm about to grab them, he yells, hey! Like really loud and aggressive, like when someone is shouting out of anger. It completely caught me off guard. I was shaking and very nervous. There was no buildup whatsoever, just him yelling out of nowhere. As someone who is on the autism spectrum, sudden loud noises, especially shouting, will make me cry and want to run away, and I almost did. I ran out of space in the bag and I asked him, with me sounding like I'm about to cry, if he wanted paper or plastic for the rest, and he told us to put it all back in the basket after each item is scanned. After he paid, he took the basket and left. He didn't even say thank you to us. Luckily, the lady behind him heard him, everyone did with how loud he was, and told me, I'm sorry he yelled at you, he shouldn't have yelled at you. Even the cashier lady asked if I was alright. I told some of my coworkers about him, and to my surprise, he was like that to all of them. Some people are weird. Yeah, people like that need a good smack in the chops. They think they can yell and bully people, and I just don't understand that. And whether you're on the spectrum for autism or not really shouldn't matter. I mean, this guy shouldn't yell at anybody, no matter what. Uh, I do understand that for some people with autism, the yelling is a little more intense for them, and I get that. There's also a few that I know that would welcome yelling rather than being talked to like I'm speaking to you guys. I had a student like that once, and he was different. He liked confrontation. I never figured out why. You want to return it because what? I work the parts counter at a car dealership. Most of my job is working with internal stuff, cars that come in for service and need parts. We also have a retail counter, though, where anyone can come up and buy parts. Someone rang the retail bell this morning and had in their hands a brand emblem that mounts on the grill of the car. The tabs on the back had been snapped off and they wanted a replacement. I said, sure, what model car are you driving? They replied with this, uh, I'm not sure. Huh, okay. I looked at the part they brought in and found a part number on the back. Sure enough, we have one. He buys it and goes on his way. Ten minutes later, the bell rings again. It's the same guy, now holding the new part in his hands. It's still in brand new condition, but he says he'd like to return it and get a refund. When I asked if there was something wrong with it, he replied that, No, I just can't install it. It's too cold outside and I want to return it. After a few seconds of me looking baffled, he said he'll come back and buy it again when it's warmer. 
I asked if he would rather just keep it himself until it gets warm, but no, he just wanted to return it. I live in the south. It was like 40 degrees out. I live in the south. It was like 40 degrees Fahrenheit out when this happened. Not exactly Panama, but still above freezing. People are strange. They definitely are strange. So, there's a couple things. I know some of the older generations, uh, they felt like they would feel like it was a waste of money if they were sitting there holding this part, or they didn't figure they'd be able to hang on to it and not lose it by the time it warmed up enough for them to put it in. Uh, the other one is if you're really tight on money and you go to buy this part and you can't put it in right away, you want the money back for something else until later. But honestly, if I was that broke, I wouldn't be buying an emblem for my car. Oh look, Nickel showed up behind me. Shut this charity shop down for my precious grandchild. I run a small store that benefits a charity. We depend on good relations with the community and positive word of mouth to keep our charity alive. So proper behavior is a must. This morning, in entered a woman in her late 30s, bedraggled, bless her. With her is what we can assume is her 18-month-ish toddler son and an older plain woman who I come to realize is her mother. Grandma is not just helicoptering the grown daughter, but the grandbaby. The toddler was allowed to pull apart one of our displays to play with it. I keep my mouth shut and tell my OCD that I can clean it up after they leave. Grandma is in hyper-nurture mood with grandson. I mean, every second is a chance for enrichment. Poor kid can't even tear my store up and be a carefree kid. Grandmother notices our open door. We keep the door open to encourage people to enter, and there is no closing it if we're open. We're inside the charity's building. Grandmother has the audacity to ask me in all seriousness if I would be willing to close the store and lock the door so her grandchild can play with all freedom and no interruptions. Um, no. This store is for the community's patronage, and they expect to be able to patronize it during regular business hours. I was astounded. My friendly, enthusiastic demeanor went neutral as I said, No, I won't do that. Thankfully, she didn't put up a fight, but she seemed a little mystified as to why I wouldn't grant the request. I can't even. The worn-out mom did end up buying something for $4, which I was grateful for. Once they left, I put the display back together again. My OCD could rest, but I cannot get over anyone thinking they could ask to shut a store down, especially one that benefits the needy charity, so their munchkin could roam. Okay, I'm not a parent. I thought this was asking way too much and completely absurd. Several of my friends on social media who are parents and grandparents also said this was absurd, which made me feel validated. Well, let's give Nickel some screen time too. Yeah, I just love it when people come into a store or any business that's not theirs and expects you to be able to cater to them 100%. I had a lady come in with her grandkids once and she started picking up anything that was even remotely breakable from the waist-high shelves down and placing them on the upper shelves, just like going ahead of her grandkid and just moving all my stuff. Uh, no. How about you keep the kid under control? You do not get to rearrange my store and tell me how I'm going to put things just so that, you know, you don't have to be responsible for watching him. It would have taken less energy, honestly, just to put him in the stroller or uh, take him for a walk. Coworker was mad we followed their instructions. This happened earlier today and I was laughing quite a bit. Where I work, it's a retail store that sells lumber and other building material. I'm one of the delivery drivers. Yesterday, a customer made an order for drywall that he needed this morning. My coworker, who I will name Karen, put on the instructions, send two people, customer has an injury and can't help. I've done a post on Karen before where she blamed me for a mistake and backtracked when I showed her she was the one who screwed up. That post link can be seen at the bottom. Me and a coworker named Dave load up the order and we go to the customer's house. While we were gone, my other coworker, will name Mike, 
Later told he went into the store to get stuff for another order to put together, and Karen asked him where me and Dave were. Mike told Karen we were off doing that drywall delivery. Karen then got really mad, snapping as she says, I guess we're sending two people from now on for drywall deliveries. Mike asked, who made the order? Karen said she made the order. Mike replied, you put on the instructions that two people had to go and do this delivery. Karen then backtracked a bit, going, well, the customer could have maybe helped. Mike replied, you said he has a bad injury. You were the one who wrote it on the instructions. Don't get mad at us because we're following them. He walked out after that. Good for you guys. I would have walked out of there too. I would have said, read your own damn paperwork and figure it out. Honestly, if her... Great. Thanks, Nickel. Honestly, if her memory is that bad, maybe that's not the job for her. Hey, can you watch something else for a while? Jeez. Anyway, people are nuts, but we already know that. Hey, if you guys like these stories, let me know down below in the comments. I wouldn't mind doing more of these, and it's not something that's done every day, like the malicious compliance and entitled people and all that stuff, so... So hey, if you want me to keep them going just like the uh, Tales from Tech Support, you know, mix it up a little bit back and forth. I'm not going to change the regular tech support stories, but if you want me to add these in between, let me know down below and uh, we'll see what we can do. Oh yeah, and click this video right here. I think you'll enjoy it. See ya.